This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. The official opening of Klaus Kramer's photographic exhibition, Time Lapse, took place on Saturday last in the library in Scarif. Owen O'Hagan was Master of Ceremonies and he recorded the event for Scarif Bay Community Radio. Good morning and welcome to Scarif Library and to Time Lapse, a photographic art exhibition by Klaus Kramer, who's standing here beside me, or behind me, running away. Um, Klaus came here in March last year, just at the very, very start of the COVID lockdown. The pandemic had just started, and uh, we became friends since. We've been interacting a lot, and the one thing that has, he has been doing is taking lots of photographs, and uh, his muse is Loch Derg, his new muse, the Lady of the Loch, and is particularly in uh, Scarif Bay, which is outside his sitting room window when he takes photographs of sunrises, sunsets, foggy mornings, sunny mornings, cloudy mornings. Uh, Klaus is out there with his camera. He doesn't have to go far because it's literally just outside his window. He has what I consider to be the best view in Ireland, the best view of Loch Derg anyway, uh, that anybody could have. And um, this exhibition is partly Loch Derg, but also partly uh, Klaus's former work uh, and work he's done previous to this before he moved to Ireland. But um, before we get into uh, a chat I'm going to have with Klaus, I'd like to ask uh, Samantha Morrissey, representing Catherine, the chief librarian here of Scarf Library, to come and officially open Time Lapse. I'm delighted to welcome you all here today. It's great to have people here after the year we've had. And I'm also equally delighted to have Klaus's wonderful photographic uh, art exhibition here, Time Lapse, which is brilliant for the library and brilliant for the local community. So thank you very much, Klaus, and um, hope you enjoy the, uh, the opening. Thank you, Samantha. Uh, Klaus, uh, March, 2020 was a strange time for everybody. Uh, you decided to move to Scarif from County Clare. We decided to move to Scarif um, in County Clare in gen at the end of uh, middle of January. Actually, uh, we had heard about COVID by then, but nobody took it that serious seriously, and. Uh, we were kind of thinking it'll go away like by the end of March or so, that's it, end of story. We were wrong. Yeah. And, and but, Cla still, but still, but we're still in Scarif. And Cla Claudia, your wife, was coming as well, but she got held up. She got held up in Germany, she couldn't get out. Um, in, in the end, um, after four weeks, she, she got a seat on literally the last Aer Lingus flight for a long, long time out of Munich. It was quite a story. Um, but she's there. and. Uh, yeah, and our cat, Suti, is there, so. Um, you, as I said, have been taking lots of photographs of Loch Derg, but also uh, entertaining people during lockdown via social media, and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Very important for me. Twitter, maybe not that much, but, uh, but Instagram is the, the main media for me at the moment. Facebook, because loads of people in Ireland use it, so I turned to Facebook after kind of not doing too much uh, over the years. Um, the the social, uh, social media is uh, so important for me because um, I 
can stay in touch with the people I've been working with before. Uh, I've exhibited uh, in, in various countries before, and uh, so there's quite a few people who follow me. They want to see what I do. Uh, actually, when I when I uh, announced that I'd be doing this exhibition here, there were uh, there were two um, uh, two organisers who got in touch and said, "Listen, we want to have that exhibition here in our country." That was in Czechoslovakia, and they want me in Albania as well. So, quite happy with that. So, the result of the uh, Scarif exhibition is there already. Okay. Um, you're a member of Visual Artists Ireland. Do you want to explain to the people here and to the listeners on Scarf Bay Community Radio what that is? It's, um, it's, it's a great, com uh, uh, rather great community of, um, of persons involved in, in all kinds of visual arts, painting, um, painters, uh, photographers, and, and, uh, and, and many other people. And they get a lot of support from, from the organization, so that's quite positive. Uh, they will do um, um, a report on the exhibition after it's over, so they, uh, and that's, that's uh, I'm looking forward to that too. Um, and, and this yeah. is a professional exhibition, because you're a professional artist. Yes, I'm a professional artist in a way. Um, not that I uh, live from selling my, my work, um, You're but, not a typical starving artist then, no? Uh, well, I lost a bit of weight, <laughs> like, like you did. <laughs> yeah. No, um, the way I, I view it is uh, being professional means always striving for the best, um, remaining, accept challenges, um, but remain humble, which is very important. But the mo and the most important thing for me is uh, I think... It doesn't matter what kind of venue I exhibit at. This one is fantastic. It's really good here. It's well lit. It's perfect. People can, can access it, so it's quite quite good. Um, it doesn't always have to be the for me like the big stage. It's not necessary. Um, the and professionalism for me uh, means to to exhibit the photographs as, as well as possible so that people can get most think, most of the most out of, out of them. A bit of, a, dis, a bit of distance between the photographs, not kind of piled on top of each other and things like that. Um, that's very important too. That's more technicalities, but uh, they, all go, they all go back to, to the, the, the wish to present one's art the best way possible. And... Um, the, in, in a way to, to present it so that it makes it easy on other, on other people to, to watch it. So they can simply slip into a picture and play, play with the picture in their minds. And, and, and some of these, uh, these pictures, or these, these works of art, because that's what they are, um, challenge people as well. And the first uh, image that people will meet on the right-hand side as they enter the exhibition states, God is a woman. Now, that's putting a challenge out there, isn't it? Well, it, it, it does, yes. Uh, and it's, it's, meant to, it's meant to do that ex as well, because it's, 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 a big, it's a big picture. It's uh, 120 by 140 centimetres. Um, and it, um, but it's, it's kind of typical for what I, what I want to achieve with my pictures. Um, it's, the, the title provokes, in a way, many people. It might provoke many people. It might not, uh, not deter others. But um, 
the title and the picture itself, they kind of belong together. They have been, um, I exhibited a, a version of this one two years ago in, in a town called Plombier-les-Bains in France, and there was a big, um, a big discussion there because the title was God as a Woman, en français, of course, at the time, and um, a group of very, uh, very, uh, um, well-meaning ladies kind of accosted me and, and, and said, you have to change that title or at least take that sticker down, which I duly did not do. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what I want. I want people to engage with, with the pictures, engage with me, and yeah, just it's, it's more than enjoying pictures. It's letting, letting them get to you. And think about them as well. And, yes. and in one of my promos on social media recently as well, I said this exhibition is a feast for the eyes, but also for the soul. Yes, that's, that's I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> it's just perfect. The way, the way you described it was just, yeah, that's what I, that's, what, that's basically the motto. You, you wrote the motto for the exhibition, feast for the eyes and the soul. Uh, Klaus, um, being a professional artist, uh, you take pride in what you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's always this, I think every, everyone, every artist who's here today, I know there are a few here, um, they, they know that you think you have produced something that's substandard, that's bad, that's absolutely not good enough to, to hang on a wall. And then after a while, it's kind of, it grows on you. And, and you but, the uncertainty remains all the time until somebody says, wow, and then you're okay. <laughs> but you have to wait for this wow. So, so you, you uh, hung all these paintings here uh, a couple of weeks ago and then waited to hear what people were going to say. And there's a couple of people here that might have opinions later on as well, and they get a chance to have a look in depth uh, later on about them. But... Um, is this a challenge for you, this, this exhibition? Does it, does it challenge your, does it push your limits? Um, I always try to, to go one step further, always. That's very important. So what I did here is, is good, but, it, uh, but it will, it's not good enough for the next ex exhibition. And that's the way I look at it. I, I want to improve, I want to get better. Um, I don't want to make things more complicated. Uh, like my pictures, uh, like uh, God is a Woman is a very complicated picture. Um, but I want to move forward. And in, in that, there's a, there's a local flavour with Loch Derg, but also uh, you're telling me that Martin Mason brought you up to Cool Ray Bog oh, and showed you some of the Irish cultural activity. I just want to know, did you foot any turf when you are up there or just take pictures of it? <laughs> No, I'd, I just took pictures of it and left it, <laughs> left it to the, left the rest of the people who know you about didn't it. You didn't have your hamstrings stretched. I'm very grateful that Martin's here, and he'll see, uh, he'll see his, the pictures that he influenced mm. and the texts he influenced. And, and these, these photographs, like, uh, while they're localised, and a lot of them are about Loch Derg and about the area, do you think they'll transfer to some of your European exhibitions later on next year? Um, some certainly will, yes. Not, not all of them, um, but some, are, some don't necessarily um, have to be viewed entirely uh, with kind of a local feeling, although, of course, they are local. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, quite a few actually um, 
like my calendar that I did at the, at the last year, and there's another calendar coming up this year, by the way. Um, that was basically done entirely within a two-kilometer radius, then within a five-kilometer radius. Uh, so, like every everyone else, I felt extremely restricted. And then I said, hey, man, you're complaining on a very, very, very high level. Yeah. So just looking at, looking at them, like this picture. The this one, first one here, which is titled, one. for the listeners, it's titled. Um, Dawn Light or Overlook, Overlook Dark. Um, this, I took this basically from the sitting room window. Not, not, not quite, I'm only saying this, but I took it from outside, outside the house. But yeah, I didn't have to walk. Didn't. So there's so much here uh, that, um, that can be used artistically. That's fantastic. We were, we were and for the last 20 months, in a cultural desert. But you're, like, your photography has helped entertain people and uh, kept them connected to both the, the, the landscape but also to people as well. And uh, some of your earlier stuff there, there's uh, some models you used as, as, uh, as your muses. And Lop Derg has now become that. But uh, your photography is, you blend uh, is in an artist's way. That makes it totally different. Like something that might look out of focus is is purposely out of focus. If something's out of focus, I meant it to be out of focus, yes, absolutely. Didn't have dirt on the lens? Uh, no. If there was dirt on the lens, I would have put it there. Um, so international work exhibitions planned for 2022. You're heading to Prague, Tirana. Uh, yeah, Tirana, that's, that's on the cards now. Yeah, if, if I'll be in France and Strasbourg. Um, there's one very uh, important exhibition, it's, uh, it's in Germany, it's called Art Endingen, and I'm actually quite grateful that uh, the only other artist uh, living in Ireland who will join uh, Art Endingen in 2022 is here, Yvonne Locke. She has been uh, accepted as one of um, only 56 people who are allowed to exhibit there. So, um, congratulations. Look, looking, looking forward to that. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's a fairly exclusive exhibition, then. It's uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And is it a big shop window for an artist like yourself? Absolutely. It's uh, one of the most important uh, shows in Germany. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we're going to move on. Uh, we have uh, we have some poetry coming up now. Yes. And there is a saying that poetry needs to be spoken, not just to be read. Today, Ruth O'Hagan has created a voice for her experience of Klaus Kramer's art with a poetic narrative that invites us into a sensory experience of these wonderful creations that our, uh, Klaus is exhibiting. Please, Ruth, come up to the mic. Cantilever for Klaus. Bridging earth and sky, precise fluidity speaks the unspoken. Catching earth on the turn, there is an ache to balance what is seen with what is said. Colour sings its song and folds its layers into its own language that only light can touch. Dreams fill the space between the many truths that gift themselves to the ethers. And just, 
as the caress of ease and peace fulfills itself. There is another journey, cascading through the in and the outbreath. The tempest of the soul honours the fiery moments that move deftly. To heart catch the very nature of stillness as it sits there waiting. Thank you. A little piece of poetry written especially for you, Klaus, and for Time Lapse, the exhibition. I'm so grateful. It's fantastic. I know uh, poetry must be heard, but I still printed out a few copies, so if you want a copy of... We have copies for everybody here as well. Yes, you can have that. Um, Thanks again, Klaus, I would like to invite people in to look at time lapse. Sounds like a very, very good idea. Thank you very much, Owen. Thank you. Smith O'Brien's GAA club have again reached the semi-final of the Intermediate Hurling Championship with a narrow victory over last year's finalist, Tubber. After the game, Scarpe Community Radio Analyst and a member of the Killaloo backroom team, Brendan Foley, came to the commentary point and gave Leo Doyle his thoughts on the match. Brendan, I must ask you first of all, you're down here on the line as a holiday carrier. Um, I didn't see you carrying any holidays. I know you're not, you know, an official is not supposed to carry holidays. Look at, congratulations. Marvellous victory for Smith O'Brien's. I never held a holiday in my life, Leo. <laughs> um, look, uh, we knew coming down today, um, this was going to be a battle. And I think, you know, we got a bit of sad news during the week in the club of one of our mentors, uh, <coughs> Kevin Carty, his mother passed away. And as you know, the McCarthy's are a, a very proud uh, Holland family with a great tradition in our club and Kevin was asked during the week did he want the game to go off and he said no it was their wishes to play the match and he spoke with the boys yesterday and wished them the best and that performance was for the McCarthy family today because they have been involved since as long as I can remember, in Smith O'Brien's, and every one of them lads put in a big performance for Kevin and the McCarthy family, and that's where that performance came from today. As for Tubber, we knew coming in that this was going to be a dogfight to the last. And just listen to, 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 to that speaker there, as he said, like Michal Ryan's point, like the goal, the goal brought Tubber back into the game, um, and we were there. But we showed, I think we showed a good bit the of character. was very good to the, yeah, the goal. We, yeah, we didn't concede any score after a long period of time for that. And we got, I think we hit the next four maybe after that. And that, that builds character. And we knew of character in that team. And that character was actually built into that team last year as well. As you remember here with our battles with Cora Finn, with our battles with Rowan, and with our battles with Scarif. This team have showed a lot of character, and you know it was it was a great. Uh, this 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 was a hard working performance. Brendan, the victory is brilliant, and that's the most important. I thought that the manner of it, the setback of the goal, the response to the goal was outstanding. And we were saying here during the game that all three of the of the switches, particularly just just unbelievable, but particularly Keith, we thought worked his absolute blinder off, and particularly as they have a bereavement in that family as well yeah, during the weekend. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I just, we just want to give credit to the switches, yeah, particularly all yeah. the players, of course, but the way they responded. To set back, I think, is a great sign of any team, and they'll take an awful lot from that. You, you will, like, you know, but like, you know, the, the conditions were tough here today. You know, the underground conditions was a match here earlier on, but like, you know, uh, 
when you're down to this time of year and this and the, and the you're down to the business into the championship, it's it's character will get you over the line. You know what I mean? You, you can have all the fine hurdles, but you have to have a bit of character bit into the team as well. And that was instilled there today. And you know, look, we're we're just delighted to get over the line. What the boys wanted to do, they wanted to get back into the field, uh, wins and I training, and that was the object of coming down here today. No matter what way we won it, we were coming out here today with a win, and they did. In fairness, to them. and Brendan, you're back. You're in the hat for the semi-final draw. You're back uh, where you exited the championship last year. You know, it, 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 I know you were very, very disappointed after the semi-final last year, beating by Scarif, who went on to win it. But you know, you're back in the same position again this year, and you can transfer the hurt from last year, hopefully, to get you into a position which will get you over the line in the semi-final again. Hopefully, Leo, we've 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 knocked on the door in numerous semi-finals, and I think you know we we have to get through that door, and you know hopefully today's game will stand to us in the semi-final. We've had two good matches now, the last two games against Tulla and against Tubber, you know that really really set us we set us into a position for tough battles. And look, you know no matter who you get now in the semi-final, it's going to be a battle. There, there, there are four good teams worthy of being in the semi-final. And like you know, every every one of the four will fancy their chances. Brendan, once again, look at enjoy the night down in Killaloe. I know celebrations will be muted uh, to say to say the least down there. Look, make what you can of it. Look at you're a tight a tight group. Good to see Killaloe back in the semi final of the intermediate championship. Congratulations on a very a very inspiring and a massive play display. And thanks very much for your thanks, time. Thanks, Leo. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we'll keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.